0: Hello, and welcome to A Voice of Hope with Troy Peverall. This show is designed to offer hope for you and your family as you navigate through the struggles of life. We believe that this hope that comes from Jesus can lead you to live a life of victory in Him. I'm Chris Sasser, and today I get to lead us through a conversation about hope. We are glad you're here. Well, hello and welcome to A Voice of Hope with Troy Peverall. Chris and Troy here talking to you today. We are in December of 2021. Does anybody call it 2021? I don't know where that just came from. Uh, 2021. That sounds better, yeah. <laughs> but hard to believe we're headed into 2022, isn't it, Troy? It is,
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think, what would be next? 2022, that'd be
0: weird. Yeah, that yeah, would be weird. 100 something. We're not going to be here. No, I, I don't <laughs> think I'm planning on being here, but I'll right. be somewhere. <laughs> Hey, so uh, as we're obviously Troy in this Christmas season, you know one of the things that we're going to talk about today is just the, this this word peace, uh, which is a word that that kind of for some reason over the last number of years has become really important to me. But you know at Christmas time we often hear hey you know peace on earth and goodwill towards men, and so it's kind of this overall understanding that peace is a good important thing. Yeah. Like what, what do you think when you hear kind of hey like, peace on earth, goodwill toward men?
1: So you you know um, I think. When when I first see this word, I, the thought that comes across my mind while this might be demented, I don't know. Um, oh, that, this is gonna be fun! I know this is gonna be real. I say, so you want me to be real here? Come on! What comes to my mind, honestly, is that you know how how you have to, in a sense, war against stuff and things and my your own tendencies in order to get to that place of peace. Like peace can't have a definition without a battle. Wow. And so, I mean, I'd love to just, I'd love to be religiously right and just act this way. But, and I, I think it is something set before us to be people of peace. And obviously our savior uh, has that in one of his names. Um, but it's like, why? Because there's there's something to battle for and battle against.
0: I guess that's what comes to my mind. That is so interesting. I mean, I, I, I think that we are in, you know, our battle's not against flesh and blood. It's against right. kind of the principalities of this world. And so there is, I think, a battle for peace in some way, shape or form, right?
1: Yeah. And I just even now thinking about how to, to get to that place personally, I, it's like, we're, I believe we're all meant for that. We're, we're, you know, from the Lord wanting us to seek that, but it's like all from everything from here to that point becomes uh, in one way or the other a good battle Mm -hmm. like to remove things push things aside put put things in a way of where you find that place with the lord uh seek you know that relationship building it so that you get to that place i think we have that inclination if you're a child of god to find that and to rest in that and i find it interesting that one of the verses um that i believe will come up today is going to be just how in the very same verse of finding peace there's just this recognition once again, that we are in a um, a strain, and we can't lose heart in that.
0: Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why you know this this verse or this this idea has been so kind of important to me over the last number of years is is a you know we, we all do have these battles and 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 sort of chaos that is in our lives in different ways and in different seasons, it's, you know, worse than others, if you will. Yeah. But, but, you know, all of the sort of people that I tend to be around, you know, Mm -hmm. both in church and, um, out in friendships, uh, times are just so crazy. And, um, it's, it's funny. I mean, this, this idea was kind of in me, Years ago, and obviously Uh times feel like they've gotten even crazier. Yeah. And I think people are, are, they're looking for something in life. Yeah. You know, and oftentimes, you know, and we've talked in a lot of different episodes just about different ways people chase Chase all the different things. They chase, you know, money and success and fame and notoriety and all this. I I I think what we all ultimately really want is peace.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: I think we want peace um, with each other. Yeah. (laughs) Ultimately. I think we want um, peace with ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and all of us sort of struggle with having that internal peace yep. with ourselves. And I think we want peace with God.
1: I know. And the verse that I'm thinking of, the reference that will come up again, probably again, once again, later, uh, you know, peace I give you, but not as the world gives. And it's, it's like, okay, the world does give us these places of uh, restitute and uh, things that we enjoy, yeah. relationships that we enjoy. So they're not wrong in and of Correct. themselves. Correct. And they do offer those places of, ah, oh, but but God came to give us something even deeper than that in a world of trouble. Yeah. And have we ever have we ever experienced a world of trouble as we are experiencing right now? I think you know. I think not. And when I hear myself say that, I go, you know, it it always has been. Well, it's always really bad, whatever it is that is bad. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's I'm really going, bad. It seems really bad, but that's not to. Disappoint or discourage anyone, because again, the believer has this hope. Yeah. The believer has this prince of peace that we can have in the midst of trouble.
0: Yeah, and I think that you know, when, when you mention all the other things that do give us respite and do give us, you know, some semblance of pleasure and fun, yeah, they they work, but I, I just don't think they're enough. Yeah, they and, and they're certainly often very temporary. Yeah, and I think that that the the real sort of rest um, in a relationship with God and the peace. You know, that, that transcends understanding is what Scripture yeah. calls it. <laughs> you can't explain it. You can't explain it. I, I yeah. think that is something that is is hard to obtain, but something certainly worth fighting for in yeah. a weird kind of way, right? Yeah. You know, and even the
1: unbeliever, I know, and even those listening, hopefully, uh, that are not sure yet what they think about uh, where they are or, or what they think about God, you know, I hear often, even from the unbeliever or those that are investigating it, um, how they they wish that they could, could have a faith and believe in God. So there's just still this desire for that, even though they may find themselves confused or not sure about what they think yet. Mm-hmm. And I just, I look at the scriptures and it's like God wrote it on their heart as well, the unbeliever, to know him. And I just think, man, it's there, you know. Yeah. And when when somebody walks sometimes into our office, I've heard through the years, Um, something I'm so grateful for, but we have, it's the Lord, but we have prayed, God, would, would you just let people feel your peace when they walk into this physical surrounding? That's great. And people don't know we're praying that. And we have heard numerous times people feel like, man, I feel such a peace here. And I'm just like, when I hear that, I know that's God. That has to be God because I'm not in that room at that point. It's the, it's the Holy spirit.
0: Yeah, and it's something that's like tangible they can feel when it's different than kind of every other area or every other physical place in their life. Yes, right. And there's something that you can kind of rest in. That's right. When when you feel and experience that peace. And I know it's certainly something that i you know, yeah. strive to to live in and live from. That's right. All the time.
1: Even if I don't have a voice, and I think, you know, this is ministry's called a voice I hope. I think that the the presence of God, even when I don't have a voice, should just should describe me, should be what people sense when I'm in the room. Yeah, And I know a lot of times they're, they're not going <laughs> to sense that from me, but you know, I just like, it, it's always in front of us and thank God for his grace. Yeah.
0: Um, a couple of verses and, and you know, Troy's mentioned some and, and this is just sort of what has led us into this conversation, but you know, John 16:33, Jesus says this, I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. That's good. Yeah, and just you know, the idea of yes, there's going to be difficulty, there's going to be struggle, there's going to be trouble. However, um, Jesus is kind of there's there's lots for us through Scripture where Jesus is talking to us so that yeah. we can have peace and we can sort of rest in that peace.
1: Right there, just real clearly, it you know obviously says that hey, you know, he's going to leave this peace for us in this world where we will have trouble. Therefore, peace isn't to the exclusion of trouble. It actually is going to be side by side at yeah. times, and yet we can we can find that.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the the kind of hearts that I have is that that I and you know others that I'm around, like you're talking about, that we can just live with this peace. And I know for me, you know, when I was a young believer, one of the things that I, I don't know why God graced me with this, but I was able to sort of understand. Um, kind of my position before God and you know Romans 8 1 was so kind of crucial to my understanding of a lot of of who I am my identity and how to kind of live in this world and if you don't know it it says this therefore uh, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death that's so good right and so like for me living sort of with a a a sense of peace comes from understanding there's no condemnation. And I'm sure you run into people all the time where they right. struggle with living kind of in this freeze and this this freedom and this peace and this grace yeah. that God gives because they feel condemned. That's, right.
1: Oh no, no. That's so dead on. And again, we're going to run across another verse in a little bit that just indicates that point that you're talking about like, how can I have this inner peace if I'm the voice inside my head condemning myself? Right. Exactly. You know, and so to remove those voices, again, I come back to this, this word hope over the last two years, you know, what, what do my words and my actions display to people? Because we need it. Yeah. I you was know, just coming the way on the way over here and talking with somebody I love dearly. And just knowing that I, that this person needs to hear hopeful words, you know, and yet the negative voice that just tends to be there um I mean we battle that's the battle
0: that's the battle yeah 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 and it goes back to for, for me what I said at the very beginning about how you just said you know that they have these negative voices yeah. and how can I have peace if I'm the one condemning myself mm. and what I want yeah. is and and to so what I continue to try to grasp in my life is to understand God's not condemning me that's
1: right. Right, that's
0: right. And if God's not condemning me, why why would I be condemning me? Like, yeah. am I more important yeah. than God? Is, is my voice of of what I should and shouldn't be doing and how I in, you mm. know, stand more important than God's voice? Oh, no, I And all of this. And then obviously, I can't control what other people are saying about yeah. me or kind of the condemnation that is coming at me from them. But I certainly can, yeah. kind of can go after having a peace internally yeah. because of understanding there's no condemnation in Christ.
1: So so good. this I mean, we could just talk forever, but yeah. you make me think of just three places where you know that voice is coming. It's the voice inside my head, um, that self-condemnation. It's the voice of others and we live in a world right now where people aren't the happiest with each other. and so the, and um, they don't mind saying it. No, I know and just just okay, so that voice. So we've got two voices already depending upon their strength and we have the voice of the enemy. Who comes to steal, kill, and destroy? And a lot of times he'll use, he'll use other people's voice, or he'll he'll even use the voice inside of our head and talk to us at such a way in which there is only condemnation. And yet, you look at this verse you read. Yeah, there's no condemnation. And I thought it was so cool how you shared that since childhood, that special place where God gave you to just speak this message. And if anybody doesn't know Chris, he he is that he is that voice that I know of outside of just what we're doing that just seems to offer a real sense of peace. That's Thank
0: cool. you. We'll finish up kind of this sort of he's, section. He's blushing right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, before we head off to our break, Isaiah 53, five said this about Jesus, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment here it is that brought us peace mm. was on him and by his wounds we are healed. And so it's just super important to remember when that condemnation comes creeping in and there's sort of a lack of peace. That is one of the very things that Jesus came to take for us. Yeah.
1: And he took that punishment that we're hearing in our heads. Exactly. We're punishing ourselves. Yeah. And he's already, he, he took it. Yeah. And so it's like, again, peace comes through a battle. Thank the Lord that he fought the battle and won. Why do we insist on continuing to fight that battle? inside of our heads and hearing and locking into those negative voices. Yeah,
0: that's really good Troy. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and uh, when we come back we're going to continue talking about what does it mean to live kind of with and to live from a sense of peace. You are listening to A Voice of Hope.
2: Don't you just love the word renew? It offers a chance to take a look back while holding new possibilities in hand. It's a word that offers healing, but without the bonds of despair, and it seems to point us in a new direction while giving promise to move forward. This is Kim Peverall with A Voice of Hope. This ministry has been created to bring encouragement in a relevant, easy conversation. Through insights offered from Troy, Chris, and their guest, it's our desire that you'll become a voice of hope in your walks through life and into your community. Let's change the narrative of the last year and make a plan to choose positive perspective and embrace hope. Practice peace and fight your tendency to become anxious. Instead pray. Pay attention to new ways to encourage others. Simple steps like these will affect change in your own life and spill over into your community. We invite you to find more resources for hopeful living at agape-counseling.org and equipandencourage.com. Hey, thanks for listening. We are honored to share this journey together.
0: Welcome back to A Voice of Hope with Troy Peverell and Chris Sasser. We are talking about what does it mean uh, in this season and in life in general to, to live with and from a place of peace. And so Troy, what thoughts do you have oh, as You alluded to about this it.
1: earlier, just about, you know, how to, uh, it's harder and harder to find those places of, of peace. It just feels like that battle has intensified. And, um, I was just going to ask you, and I can think of some places like when, what is it like that you do or where is it you go or whom is it you talk to that? Kind of represents that place in which postures you or positions you to kind of feel the peace of, of
0: the Lord. I would say two things. I would say number one, and we have kind of alluded to this in, in previous episodes, but I think we have to give ourselves space uh-huh. to be able to think through and experience that peace. And in, in a world that is nonstop, fast pace, and you know, there's so much noise that we've we've talked about before. Uh, you you have to figure out how to sort of um, get away from from the noise, yeah, and to be able to kind of just honestly rest in kind yeah. of that peace. And so you know that's one of the ways that I feel like I've been able to do that. Um, and I would say the second thing it, it goes along with what we were talking about a minute ago of, of really kind of internalizing this idea of no condemnation, but it's mm-hmm. it's recognizing that there are those other voices out there, but not really listening to them. Yeah, and. Good. You know, that, that, that can be hard to do uh, often, but I do think it's something that, you know, you can train yourself to, to not give so much weight to those external voices mm. that are coming your way.
1: That's so good, because if, if you hear the voice of the Lord in your walk with God, because the, you've created that space as I, as I hear you, that's going to occupy your mind, or at least more apt to, versus if that space doesn't, doesn't exist, and I was just thinking how, you know, there's so much uh, negative information and how there's even like an addictive draw to uh, places of, of social media where you're wanting to know what people think and feel about you. You're, wanting, you're so engaged with the voices of others toward you and how that even creates, as we now are learning more and more, uh, from research that creates such an anxiety. Oh yeah. So just the, uh, you know, the anxiety that we can actually find ourselves in just from that negative voice, um, or just the pressures in the world. Um, I, this morning I walked out on my porch and it is so warm right now here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, and the leaves were just more vibrant than I've seen in 20 years. And just being in nature for a little bit was a place for me, like to just again, be in that space that you're talking about um, and how it's so hard to find that space due to just the busyness of life.
0: Uh, yeah. No doubt about it. And, and I think we just don't give ourselves the freedom to be able to step into those spaces. I mean, I know yeah. th- there are, and I think this is probably true for everybody. There are times in life when I can step into those spaces. Yeah. I just choose to fill it with other busyness.
1: I know. You really <laughs> do have to put things down, put things down. Yeah. But things that don't, that just take up that space. Yeah, that's right. I remember years ago, this was back in when the cell phone, um, went to a a place of accessing the internet and I did not have a a phone uh, like that yet. And I was, uh, going to a Bible study and just this quiet voice of the Lord was just real, real obvious. It's like, why are my people leaving me? Meaning why are, why are we going to all of these places and just that space, once again, that's there for the Lord. If His voice is quiet, how are we going to hear it if we are just so engaged in all these other places? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah.
0: And I think part, part of what you know, I would encourage all of our listeners to, to think through is uh, I think part of living kind of in, kind of in, with this piece, comes from living from it. And it, it's almost sort of getting outside of our... Of ourselves, not necessarily just running to all the entertainment that entertains me, because I have a screen now that can bring all of this stuff to me. But I do think it really um, kind of mm-hmm. it, it grows in us when we sort of display that peace to others, right? And you know, really kind of living from the Spirit and recognizing that you know yeah. God gives us the, the His Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit can can live in us. John mm-hmm. 14, 25, you know, where Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Um, you already referenced, you know, that he doesn't give as the world gives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would also kind of go to Philippians 4, 4. Uh, and I think this is, for me, one of the most obvious places that, that helps me understand how to do it sort of externally. yeah uh, Rejoice in, Lord, always. I will say it again, rezo- rejoice. That's internal. But then mm-hmm. let your gentleness be evident to all. Don't be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god mm. and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds that's so good i, I really when i you know look at this
1: I'm, I'm seeing one sentence in there that really stood out to me and it's between letting your gentleness be evident to all and do not be anxious about anything and mm. the words is just that the lord is near yeah and How there's like a pause, even in the actions that we are to display, either being gentle towards someone or not being full of anxiety. And the key there is the Lord is near. To me, that's like, that's never stood out before. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, I've never seen that either. (laughs) It's like, here's the thing to do. Let your gentleness be evident. And then also do this. Don't be anxious. Yeah. But in the middle.
1: Here's how the Lord's near. It's like, do I engage that? I tell you something else that stood out to me when you were reading, uh, just prior to that verse, um, which is I know this is a topic. This is we can get into this at another point, and probably should. Um, growing up in the church that I grew up in, uh, very fond of its teachings, but there wasn't a whole lot of teaching about the the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and so most of my understanding of the Holy Spirit has come, you know, not in any kind of denomination, but just the willingness to know that, gosh, okay, we know God, the father, we know Jesus, his son, the Holy spirit. And we know that they're three in one, but what is his, what, who is he? What is he? And yet there's so many verses and he's, Jesus is saying that, you know, there's an advocate for us that I'm, that's going to be available. Yeah. And he is the Holy spirit. Yeah. And it's like to learn to, as I heard one person say, not to treat him like an unwanted stepchild. Like the Holy Spirit should be active in our faith, you know, and what does that mean? And to be able to go to that place to know that he's here and the Lord is near and so much for me to know from him.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's certainly not something that I tap into nearly as much as I feel like I should to just be able to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide, um, you know, thoughts and actions and prayers. And I think oftentimes that 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 does happen through Scripture. Yeah. And reading of scripture but you know how can that happen kind of in other ways i think it's to be i
1: think we really should do I mean, we should really you know at some point focus in on the holy spirit and knowing what how do i get to know him in this way yeah because um i ran across another verse today not even related to what we we're going to talk about that talked about you know not blaspheming the holy spirit you know and all sin is uh you know all sin is forgiven but this one's not it's like, what, what does that mean? And I, I won't get into some of what it means, but it's just this idea of there's something that the Lord has put in us that calls us to him. And we need to listen to that and know there's such a richness in the Holy Spirit who lives in the believer mm-hmm. and to treat him that well.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. I want to finish with kind of reading a little bit more from Philippians 4. And this, this to me is another way that we can sort of live in and live from this sense of peace. But Hmm. Paul says this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Hmm. That's good. I mean, you know, here's the last part that I almost forgot. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, then put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. That's good. And just thinking through, you know, putting my thoughts on things that are true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable, excellent and praiseworthy, that's going to in and of itself bring a sense of peace uh, from God, Yeah. right? Instead of putting my thoughts on the latest, you know, yeah, thing to look at on the internet or somebody's comment or somebody's, you know, whatever, it's just no, put your thoughts and your minds on all those things and uh, the God of peace is going to be with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, even this verse right now, just if you put it in the context of our, our culture, um, I mean, over the last two years, I've probably have asked myself these questions. What is true right now? Yeah. What is noble, right? What is right? What's pure? What's lovely. And it's it's like nothing in this world answers that nothing in this world answers that. I don't know what is true. Sometimes I don't know what noble is if I have any understanding of what's right, it's because what the Lord is near. This is the one I got to know. Yeah. Uh, that much I can do, or I can, and I should do, <laughs> you know, because he's, he's the definition of it.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up today. Hopefully uh, this has been helpful for you as we've talked about living with and from a sense of peace as we know, Jesus is the Prince of peace. And we're here because um, particularly this time of year, to celebrate that. So next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about kind of who exactly uh, the Prince of Peace is and a lot more just about what does it mean to kind of be in this season of giving and to be in around Christmas. If you want more information about the ministry, you can go to mi1.net. That is our website for A Voice of Hope. And you can also go there if you want to help support the ministry. And there's information there um, on the website about what that means. So we'd love to have you join us again next week as we talk a little bit more about Christmas. You are listening to A Voice of Hope.